Hey, hi everyone. This is Dylan Dilligap here with my sidekick Isaac Israel. And welcome to podcast number 21 of the Tickle Me Comedy podcast series. I, we, we, we appreciate your patronage. We appreciate you being our audience. And uh, tonight we've got a couple of great comedians. Um, tonight's show is brought to you by Blue Zone Comedy Tour, as well as Tickle Me Comedy. So sit back for about the next hour, and we're going to have a good time. With that, let me hand it off to Isaac to introduce our guests for tonight. Isaac. Thanks, Dylan. Okay, so uh, great show tonight. We have uh, our first guest. He uh, just came back from uh, performing for the troops in Iraq and Kuwait. He's uh, a regular host at the uh, at the Sapphire Comedy Hour, and uh, I, you know, I've been working with him for several years. Uh, he's a great comedian, headliner, and a good friend of mine. He was recently at the Drive-In Comedy Show. Uh, that we had here in Las Vegas. Uh, we have Donnie Johnson here. Donnie. Yeah, yes. welcome, my friend. Right on, right on, right on, right on. And then uh, we have here, we have, uh, he's been um, on the uh, the World Series of Comedy. And... Uh, <laughs> sure. Sure. <Yeah. laughs> and, and, and winner of the roast battle. Sure. Um, sure. <laughs> and... Uh, and uh, he's originally from uh, Austin, Texas, and he's here sure. tonight. <laughs> Let's give it, give it up for Joe Calise. Okay, so so all right, all right, all right. This is why that's so messed up, guys, because because I, I've worked with Joe a lot, and you know I usually have his 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 bio memorized. I ask him what he wants me to say, and he's like, say say the regular thing, and I'm like, okay, yeah, that's cool. Then I blank out just before we go on the camera. Oops, um, it's this guy's here. Joe, can you, can you, Joe, can you correct the credits that I, I gave just now? Um, I think they were all incorrect. <laughs> uh, but I thank you for trying and for looking at me for validation on your, on your blatant lies as you introduced me. Um, and you were there going, yeah, sure. But uh, I'm from Texas, so that's close enough. San Antonio. San Antonio, okay. And then you, what competition did you win? Uh, none. I've, I don't, I've never won. I'm a loser. I don't you, <laughs> no, you're a finalist. Was, if this was your something. way of, uh, of bringing it up and embarrassing me, then you would succeed. This seems like a very elaborate and cruel joke. You dress for the part and everything. And you know, we did not rehearse it either. <laughs> No, I, I, I did the World Series of Comedy. I got third place once a long time ago. Nobody cares. But, so that's, yeah. But it sounds good as a credit. Oh, yeah. No, weren't you, didn't you, in the roast battle? Or you did oh, roast yeah, battle? I did the roast battles, but that doesn't count for anything. Oh, oh it's like, see, he did win the roast battle. <laughs> he that? just doesn't want to say it. What is the roast battle? I don't, I'm not familiar with it's that. Just they have two people go up and make fun of each other, and then oh. three people who are not qualified to judge it to decide who did better. <laughs> sort of like, sort of like, what? It's kind of like what Isaac and I do. <clears throat> that was really bad. You shouldn't do that again, right? And um, yeah. So that was with what? LA Comedy Club or? Which yeah. One? Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So I got. You know, most of it, right? I mean, so, so that brings me to Donnie. Did he get it right? Did what? My intro? Yeah, he got it right pretty okay. much. I didn't just get back from Iraq. I, I went in 09. 
Let's, be, let's get some clarification. Before they start hating or whatever, they watching, they start hating like, yo, he wasn't no. It was 09, 18 days. But when I go up, I tell them, hey, yo, I just got back. Because I just got back until I go again. Yeah. Then I just got back again. You know, that's how that works. So you go once, you go. Yeah. Oh, what other words of great wisdom for us tonight, guys? Oh, yeah, it looks like we started this off pretty well. Uh, yeah, this is great. So what the heck have you guys been doing during pandemic? <laughs> um, I've just been doing manual labor. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, thank you. Uh, thank you. Thank you for ridiculing me. And my, uh, <laughs> right. I was just trying to make an honest living, but yeah, no, you're right. That's uh, ridiculous. Now you're being ridiculed. Yeah. Oh my God. Now, basically, I'm a, I'm a day laborer, so... Yeah, I'm a migrant worker. So, yeah. What kind of labor? Oh. Manual labor. Like <laughs> what? The godless, awful type. Where, <laughs> building houses. Yeah, fixing Making them. freeways. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, repairing, uh, repairing houses. Cool. I like to, instead of saying I'm a maintenance man, I like to say I reverse the effects of entropy on mobile housing units. Oh, cool. That sounds very fancy. Right. But yeah, it does. I fix up trailers, basically, is what I do. So, Joe, how is, uh, how's married life? I know you got married, uh, what, a couple uh, years ago? Yeah, years ago? it's good. Uh, we just had our one-year anniversary back in April, uh -huh. uh, which was nice because I was going to take her to Disneyland and spend thousands of dollars, but then everything shut down, and so I got to save all that money instead. She but didn't ask for it? She didn't want the money? <laughs> no, she still gets it. it does, yeah, that's right. that's really <laughs> it's never really mine. But. We're not going to Disneyland, but I'll take the cash. <laughs> And we at least get to invest that money into uh, our house or whatever. Look at him being responsible. Oh come on, Donnie! I mean, you've uh, you've you've been responsible. I mean, you've been you've uh, done comedy. You've had your you know your regular job. I mean. For how many years? I mean, I mean, I didn't say I wasn't responsible. Wait a minute, where did that assumption come from? How did I said he was being responsible? You said it like I said I wasn't being responsible. No, I'm hella responsible. Let's be clear. Yeah, I'm hella responsible. Yeah, I, I still work. I still have a job. Like uh, during this, during all of this going on, you know. So really, my life hasn't really changed that much, honestly, because. I mean, I'm an introvert anyway, so I was social distancing in like 2015. Yeah. <laughs> I'm being a social distance they type of guy. Up to you, right? Man, I got like 16 people in here, and we all get along. Okay. We don't never beef, ain't never no arguments. We all agree. Yep. So, man, I don't need no friends. I got my cable. So I, I know one of the, so we work together, and you are a great host. Tell us about hosting, what you like about it, um, what, what challenges you have, or, or just tell us um, about your hosting. Well, I, I dig hosting. Hosting is cool. You kind of uh, you set the tempo for the show. Um, I I prefer performing over over hosting, but I know that if you can host, you can work. Yeah, you're a great host. They only you only can feature so many times. You only can headline so many times. So if you can host, you can always work. Tell so. us about, I love this, this part. Tell us about hecklers. Tell us a, tell, tell us a heckler story. Um, Cause we all. Oh, well, I mean, I don't really, I mean, well, I, I got booed. Ooh. I got booed off the stage and um, 
I got booed back on the stage. So, <laughs> How I know, does that happen? I, I, I know I'm one of the few upright walking mammals that has ever experienced being booed back. Really? On the stage, though. I know people is big. I, uh, three months into doing comedy, uh, my alma mater, where I went to school, was doing a show. I knew the guy. He asked me if I wanted to perform. He just heard that I was doing comedy. He was like, you want to perform? And I was like, man, I don't really know. You know, if I'm ready to do this type of stuff, he was like $3,000. I'm three months in. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do it. You know what I'm saying? For $3,000. I went to Langston University. Shout out Langston University, HBCU, Historically Black College. When they don't like you, they don't, they don't like, let you assume it. <laughs> they don't let you by silence. They don't just, they tell you that's not funny. They tell you that. In your face. I get on the stage, and it's going good. I'm, 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 I'm hosting a step show, which is a different lot of different Greeks are going to come out and perform. So I'm bringing up all the Greek uh, fraternities, per, and fraternities and sororities. Yeah. So right before I get up on the stage, like probably 10 minutes before I get up on the stage, guy comes up to me. He's like, hey, you know they're going to boo you, right? I was like, what? And he was like, yeah, they're going to boo you. Langston University, LU is our call letters. They was like, you don't think they call this L boo for nothing? <laughs> Just 10 minutes before I'm finna get on the stage. And I'm like, whoa, I've never been booed. I've been crushing for three months. I've never not had a good show. He was like, you know they're going to boo you. So now I'm nervous. I'm scared. And I get out there. First two jokes hit. And there was a guy in the front row. Well, he was like in the third row, but he had his body painted. He had the, like, he was a real spirit dude. Like, you know, I, he'd be at the football games, face painted, and he real animated. And they know him. So... He looked at me, and he was like, that's not funny. And I'm thinking, I don't, I've never dealt with a heckler. I'm thinking, okay, well, I got to establish dominance. I need to attack him. This is what I thought. Oops. And I said something about his hair. This guy stood up, and he said, no, he didn't. He turned around and looked at the whole audience. Everybody just started booing in unison, just boo, just booing. I, I didn't know what to do. Like, I didn't even know what to do. I forgot I'm hosting. I still got to bring up acts. And uh, I looked at the DJ, and the DJ was like, hey, you got to bring up the next act. I didn't even know how to pronounce their name. I messed their name all up. I bring them on the stage. When I walked off the, 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 the sorority, they were waiting for them to open the curtains, and the girl was like, it's going to be all right. And I was like, no, it's not. Like, no, it's not going to be all right. I forgot, totally forgot that I had to go back up. I'm still hosting. I go outside, smoke a cigarette. They come and get me like, yo, yo, you got to come up. You got to, you know, you hosting. I mean, I go up there. I stuck my head out. They booed me back <laughs> on the stage. This is my alma mater. My professors is in the audience booing me. Like, you flunked me and booed me? Like, you? That, yeah, that, 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 was, that was traumatizing. I mean. But that, I got over that, and I turned it into, you know, some material. So, oh, yeah. yeah, that's, that's actually that that's works. the first time I've heard that. Uh, that's a good story. Yeah, that's I, uh -huh. yeah, I've, I've 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 said it, but I don't really just say it. But now that I see how it it went, it's uh yeah, I'm gonna definitely good add that. Right? Yeah, it, it 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 uh. Man, no, that wasn't a learning. Man. It hurt, bro. That hurt. That hurt so bad. I had so I had so many prospects like that were waiting for me. Like, 
so before. <laughs> oh, I had prospects. I didn't even have. They were asking me, "What are you doing after the show?" I'm hanging with you after the show. Oh, it was oh, it was a worse feeling. I still had to stay there for two days. <laughs> I couldn't even go right home. I got paid. How about you, Joe? Any good heckler stories? I. No, not really. <laughs> not really. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> no? Yeah, no. <laughs> You're really hecklers. I mean, you don't really no. actually. I was told that if you be funny, they're not going to heckle you. Uh -huh. They don't got time to heckle you. Now, if you go up there unconfident or unsure or you're not funny, they're going to start digging at you. But there's always somebody in the audience that thinks that they're funny. I mean, they are. What I mean, too, is how you, it's how you deal with them, though. Like, if you try to challenge them to something now it might get to another level yeah. but if they do that i'll be like man that was funny i'm gonna use that i'm gonna take that and i'm gonna use it and i'm not gonna give you credit now what and now it's all back on him he feel appreciated he don't want to meet you in the parking lot or nothing like that it's you know usually when i get a heckler i handle it in a fashion where when i get off the stage they usually buy me a drink mm -hmm. like i don't get nobody that's like you know, hey, I want to talk to you. I don't like how you talk to my wife or nothing crazy like that. I don't do that type of comedy anyway, though. So no, yeah. I try to. But I've seen it. I've seen people deal with it, and it's not a good look. Mm. Joe doesn't have a good heckle story because he's the one who's heckling the crowd. <laughs> like, it's the yeah, opposite Joe way around. Him up, like, this, yeah. is, this must be interesting for you, Joe, because we're like it's a controversial time, cancel culture. Uh, you got to be careful about what you say. Like, are you concerned about, because Joe's comedy is really controversial. It was super funny, super controversial sometimes. Um, so, I mean, how do you feel? I mean, I mean. Um, I'm not worried about it. I'm not really uh, famous enough to be canceled. <laughs> so, it's, yeah, it's not a, it's a non-issue. <laughs> yeah, that's the nice thing, I guess, about being uh, unknown. You can't cancel the humility. The humility, that one the humility might pop, just that keeps one coming pop out. Up. The humility keeps coming yeah. out. Well, and uh, yeah, so. <laughs> so, uh, Donnie, I got to say, like one of my favorite jokes, like the, of all time, is the your your uh, your, uh, your Pizza Hut joke. Yeah, your Pizza Hut joke. I mean, I, I mean, ever since you started, like, that's that's always that's always killed. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I know. You you know you don't use it a lot now, but you use it when you know you got bigger shows or you know right. you just feel like bringing it back. I mean, um, it, did did that really is that really happen to you? Wait, right? Wait, tell us the Pizza Hut joke. First. I mean, I, it it you know it's 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 it come from a real place, but yeah. it was some you know elaborate Pizza Hut was across the street. You know, it was right over there, and they didn't deliver to my apartment complex. Wait, no, 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 wait, no, no. Can you like my team hasn't heard the joke. Oh, oh yeah. So okay. I, I don't think I've heard it. So you want me to tell the joke? Okay. <laughs> that's, that's, what, that's what we're doing. This is a comedy oh, podcast, man. Oh, okay. Tell the tell the pizza joke. Dang, I don't know. I, I, I do I, I feel pressure right now. Though. Is this Epstein Island or something? No, I feel pressure right don't now. Worry, though. We'll heckle you until you do it. <laughs> no, it's basically like a, uh, like a, I lived in a neighborhood that you know was a little unsavory. If you ever want to try to find out what a neighborhood is like that you're moving into before you move into it, like don't ask the neighbors, they gonna lie. Call like the, the local pizza delivery place to find out if they deliver to that neighborhood. If they don't, then it's not a cool neighborhood. That's good. Simple as that. I didn't know I was living in a bad neighborhood until I tried to order a pizza 
from Domino's and they told me they don't deliver to my apartment complex after 4.30. I'm like, 4.30? Like, what? What you mean? He's like, sir, we don't deliver to Copper Cove Apartments after 4.30. I'm like, man, it ain't even dark. Like, what are you talking about? He's like, sir, we don't deliver to Copper Cove Apartments after 4.30. I'm like, but you right across the street. You right, you right across the street, though. He mad now. He's like, sir, we don't deliver to Copper Cove Apartments after 4.30. I'm like, I can see you, though, Melvin. Like, I can see you, your name tag, you right there, though. And he was like, well, if you can see me, why don't you come get the damn pizza? But I looked outside, and I saw a lot of cats out there looking unsavory, like they might, they look hungry, too. So I said, nah, 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 I'm, 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 I'm cool. I'm not going to eat no pizza today, though. I had a pepperoni and a cookie earlier, so I'm, I'm pretty much cool. That's my... <laughs> that's but I can see. Oh you. my god. I mean that's um that's like the original sway. You like you told it like eight years ago. I mean like sometimes you change it up and stuff, but yeah. Isn't that terrible when they made you do that joke uh, in front of everybody? Right. How many listeners? How many people you got? I wonder how many I wonder how many stages this joke is gonna be on now though that I've never been on. No, no, but it's recorded, so they can't steal it. They can't steal it now. Man, you act like these people don't lick toilets right now. Though. This is this is the life, this is where we at right now in society. People lick toilets on camera. The, think of all the pizza delivery people you've pissed off. Look, think of all the pizza delivery like that. He's right as <laughs> Melvin. God, I can see you, dude. <laughs> Joe, I mean, uh, <laughs> speaking of doing jokes, Joe, like, do you still remember the periodic table of elements? Oh, no. <laughs> no. I used to have a bit where I, someone could give me a number and I could give them the element, and uh, then there was a little wacky joke that went along with it. But that was a long time ago. <laughs> And I don't have to remember. So if you ask me, I won't be able to do that. <laughs> you just going to try to just do it. You just did me and turned me inside out right in front of him. You just going to try to do him right there. Though, like, that. okay. <laughs> he, he was ready, though. He, no, I'm not falling for that one. I can't help it. I mean, they, both of them have been been through it with uh, with Tickle Me Entertainment, Tickle Me Comedy, like through thick and thin, like everything. So, I mean, just right. like... <laughs> I've seen that. I've been a part of the whole beginning, though. I met you, with your, yeah. I think I want to say your first night out here, mm -hmm. like at the, at a Anton's thing. Mm -hmm. and then that's where I met the him. Hookah Lounge. Yeah. <laughs> you meet a lot of people that, you know, you meet them and they, they fast talk and they, you know, hey, man, I'm doing this show. I got this, man. I want to put you on the show. And I'm like, yeah, man, whatever. And um, he was like, man, no, I got this show. I'm going to be, we're going to be at a, uh, at a, uh, a barbecue joint? Yeah, at the barbecue, at the restaurant. The um, Las Vegas the, Grill? Was it the Las Vegas Grill? It was a Philippine restaurant. Oh, Cafe de Cebu? I think so. I think that was it, though. He was like, we're going to do it at the, at the cafe. And I'm like, the cafe? I'm like, and I'm just moving to Vegas. So I'm thinking, like, man, I, the cafe? I moved to Vegas for the cafe? Like, this what's going on? Man, that dude put that show together. He had people there. Was I was like, this dude, a hustler, though. Like, yeah. He just put <laughs> together Filipino a show. Thanksgiving show. And, like, and like, guess what? You know what? I'm not going to have a Filipino headline. I'll have Donnie headline. Phil would tell, he, man, Phil would uh, put the show together in the middle of a swimming pool. Like, he <laughs> no, just don't did. care, though. We, like, did. we did. There was one show we did it on July 4th. Remember? It was a July 4th. Right? I wasn't there. No, you were there, bro. 
So on July fourth, hold up, did you what, just no, tell no, me? like a week, oh. like uh, what, seven, seven, eight years ago? July fourth, there was a July fourth party we went to. There was a swimming pool. We had to perform in the back of the swimming pool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we did. And we did, we yeah, did. They were like did. paying us eight hundred dollars. We're like, oh yeah, we'll take Damn. it. <laughs> I forgot about that. Damn, that's funny. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah, he put some shows. I mean, he'd throw some shows together, just out of nowhere, and they'd be good shows. I don't know. I don't know. There's what. this. There's this one high rise called Boca Raton. It's on. Uh, it's like a luxury high rise thing, and there's. Uh, it's on Las Vegas Boulevard, all the way at the end, and <laughs> the. the I don't know, their uh, marketing group or whatever, their events group, asked us to do a show. And they, I don't know how much, like, they feel like, they're, they're like, yeah, here's $500, do a show for the residents. So they have us on this balcony, on, on like, a, a, like, five floors up on the high rise. We're looking over into, like, the, the, the in-ground pool, and, uh, and just residents are just there laying out in the sun. It's the middle of the summer. I'm like, yo, Donnie, we got a show over here. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go on the balcony and crack some jokes. <laughs> I like this dude wild, man. This dude is wild. But yeah, go get her though. I would have never thought to do nothing like that at all though. That's way out of my comfort zone. But it was fun. It was though. It really was though. Oh, I don't. Okay. Yeah. I, 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 uh, I asked uh, Joe to perform at a. A uh, fried chicken place. <laughs> like Max's it once. Max's, <laughs> Max's done, fried chicken. I've done for you so many Mexican uh, restaurants or whatever <laughs> Filipino <laughs> nonsense. He's killing it at the Filipino fried chicken place. I'll tell you right now. I don't. I don't recall specifically which uh, nightmare that one was. But yes, I did. I probably you sure. Did that yeah, you sure that happened. <laughs> We did so, this. We did. Remember the show we did at the, uh, at the at the Russian place, Cafe Mayakovsky. Oh my God, that was that was it, it, all these people. Nobody's paying attention to the comedy. <laughs> They're all eating and talking Russian. It was it was hilarious. I, I can feel your pain, Donnie Johnson. Oh yeah, man. I have a good time though, man. I, I, I yeah, I be at, at all them shows. I have a I have a real good time, all the time though. So what's in the what, what do you got? After the pandemic thing's over with, uh, Joe, what do you got? Any any plans? Any? Uh, yeah, I've booked a bunch of shows because I know when it's going to be over. Uh, <laughs> I've been keeping it secret. I want other people to know, but I know when it's going to be. Uh, Can you give us a hint? Open, uh, yeah, next year. Okay. And uh, yeah, no, I got nothing. There's no hope in the future. No one knows. It's just the comedy's dead. What is comedy? No one does that. November fourth, it's all over. Yeah, that'd be <laughs> nice. I think that's what a lot of people think, though. I think it's just yeah. people think that 2020 is the, yeah. it's going to be 2020 is the sequel. <laughs> so we clear. So you don't get your feelings hurt when it turned 12 o'clock on 2021 and still some BS going on. It's still going to be a BS. It's not going to end at, on December 31st, just so we clear. I think history is going to write this as 2019. And then the next year is 2021. 2020 is going to be just. I think 20, just get rid of the whole number, yeah, period. Yeah. Throw the whole number away. $20 and ain't even change the name. Yeah. yeah. To everything. Nobody turns 20 no more. Ain't none of that. Get 20 out of here. 20 has to go, bro. 20 is definitely is, is divisive. 20 is not cool. In 2020, that like doubles. That's double, yeah, man. 
Man, you tell me you got 2020 vision, man, I might punch you though. Like, <laughs> I think you cussing at me though. You just caught me the end. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be quite fun. So you, you, um, you know when it's gonna end. <laughs> yeah, sure. Please tell me, hurry. <laughs> no, it's never gonna end. Uh, I think our governor has become consumed by his power, his newfound power. And he refuses to, yeah, exactly. Why would you ever? <laughs> yeah, it's like Star Wars. Yeah, Star Wars. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you guys ever paid attention to the politics in Star Wars, but the whole way the Emperor rose to power was by seizing emergency powers and never letting them go. And then we just gave that to our governor and assumed that he would do nothing. Why would a governor in Nevada be corrupt? You know, it's not like there's billions of dollars floating around here that he can control now. So then who's the Luke Skywalker? Uh, there's no Luke, there's because there's no heroes in real life. Everybody, everybody's <laughs> yeah, all the boys. It's, 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 it's the there are no heroes. <laughs> okay. yeah, you gotta be your own Luke Skywalker. <laughs> I am your father. Oh wait, wait, that's a different line. <laughs> that's good. So um, I noticed that like uh, in the comedy world, a, a lot of people just like are, I don't know, they just let themselves go sometimes, and they just. You know, because you're we're always on the road, eating bad, drinking a lot. I mean, but I've known you guys eight years. You guys seem to be always in shape and like taking care of yourselves and stuff like that. I mean, we're not. What, what are you doing? We're not Kool Aid. Is that weird? <laughs> we're not Kool Aid the comedian. Kool Aid's a big fat guy. For <laughs> so how are, how are we I mean, skinny? Yeah. Right. Uh, how do you guys just? Well, I've I'm, never I'm seen poor. you guys put on weight. I'm poor and Donnie's black, so I think that exactly. explains it. Like we, we don't get, we don't gain weight. That's right. You already, you already know. I don't, I don't know. You didn't know these are struggles that we deal with. Yeah, I don't think we're ever gonna get fat, the two of us. I'm not. I want to though. I really want to, but it's not comfortable out here I, it get windy out here though and i feel myself get moved and i'm like i don't want to get in a fight <laughs> right sorry, now though i don't want to get in a fight i'm getting beat up by the wind so i, I i'm always interested in, the, in all the comedians that we that we interview and talk to what 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 really inspires you what kind of comedy do you like to do what what how do you i don't even think i want to ask that question just what inspires you what what gets you going um, the uh, look on everybody's smiling face. <laughs> you're, I have to I say, though. Say that <laughs> your, your comedy, look of awe or, <laughs> or confusion? Because you know, your comedy is very sophisticated. It's when, very cool. when I can envision that happy look disappearing, uh, that, that makes me happy. No, I don't, I don't know. Who knows the answer to that? Donnie, you got some profound uh, thing you can pull out of your uh, nowhere? Right, exactly. I don't even have no, like... Uh, like man, I mean, I I do kind of observational comedy, so you know things come to me, man. I say it in my phone, like little quotes or words or something, man. And sometimes they inspire jokes, sometimes they don't. Yeah. yeah. And I don't I don't sit down like an hour a day and be like I'm finna write. That's hard. Nothing to do. like that. We all, we all try to do that. I used to. I used yeah. to do that. I for really about a day. used to do that. No, I used to do that for a while. I really. really when I started out, I I wrote every I wrote every. What? thing that I did yeah every everything I wrote it all down and then I got away from that but I got more comfortable on the stage too though yeah. instead of now I conversate instead mm -hmm. of talking at them I talk to people and I 
it's just a conversation now. Mm-hmm. To where at first I, it was kind of like me just reading a joke off my head and just, I kind of welcome the, this is, this is how I looked at it when I started. I didn't, I looked at it like three different stages, like of confidence as far as being on the stage. When I first started, I wanted to just go up, tell my jokes and get off the stage. Don't agree with me, don't clap too loud, don't do nothing that's gonna throw me off. Just let me go do what I do. Then it got to a point where I was like, okay, let me do what I do, but if you say something, nah, but let me do what I do. Then it kind of got to, I, I, I want you to say something. Not that I really want you to, but I'm comfortable like that now though. I can, I feel comfortable bouncing back with the audience. Whereas it was a point where I wasn't comfortable. And uh, a guy told me like, I, like in the beginning, like he told me how not to, how not to deal with hecklers. And he was like, if you're funny, they don't got a chance to heckle you. Or if they try to heckle you and you're funny, the crowd gonna turn on them because whatever. So he was like, just go up there and just be funny. So my whole thing is first seven seconds when I grab the mic, I'm finna say something funny. Just to let you know, this is what I do. I'm, I'm a professional up here. Don't, you know, don't play with me. And then it got to where now it's like, I still really don't want you to say nothing, but if you do, I'm ready. Whatever you say, I know how to handle you. I know how to deal with you. I know how to, it's even helped sometimes to where I used to be scared of that interaction. Not so much no more though. And that's why you're such a good host. Right, I, but, but it's the hosting that helped me with that. Cause I couldn't do that. I couldn't go into the crowd. I just had jokes. I was a joke machine and I couldn't go into the crowd. And I wanted to be that type of comic where I don't want to be a guy out there with just a jump shot. I want to be able to, you know, I want to be able to pass. I want to be able to play defense. So I wanted to be well-rounded and hosting helped that out. I mean, tremendously though. I had, I couldn't just go up there and tell jokes. I had to talk to the audience and get comfortable with them. I used to be like, I, I jumped off a subject, but the guy, Steve Regan or Regan, Brian Regan, Brian, his brother. Okay. I worked with him and he was one telling me, yo, if you just be funny, they're not going to heckle you. But then when I saw him up there and somebody said something to him and he just was like, oh, okay. Like he didn't attack him. He didn't have to feel like I got to be funnier than you. He just was like, oh, okay. And when I saw that, it just clicked like, okay, I like that. I like how he handled that though. And he was like, and I was telling him, I was like, you don't be worried that they're going to be funnier than you. He was like, so? Like, what? And? I'm still going to get paid. Like, right. Like, really, though. And that, it, it clicked. It made right. sense, though. Like, yeah. Like, so what? Like, again, this prospect's still waiting on me. <laughs> the prospect. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. So, um, I'm going to switch subjects a little. So, Joe, I know you play it down, you know, but, you know, you've been in these competitions. Like, how did you, how did you win the roast battle? At LA Comedy Club. Oh, um, I was better than everybody. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, That'll do it. The basic Everyone was terrible. It was uh, surprising and disappointing to see how little effort people put into writing jokes. And it's the most basic element of being a comedian is being able to write a one-liner. And none of them seem to possess that ability, which I think <laughs> speaks to 
the state of comedy <laughs> today. And it's a good thing that it's not around anymore because it's dead. Yeah, that's why it's it's not that big a loss that it's not around anymore because it was no one was doing anything with it to begin with. So, but um, so did you did you research your opponents? Yeah, I mean, I, uh, I looked at how they looked and then I made <laughs> fun of how they looked. And then uh, so if they were fat, I'd do a lot of fat jokes. Uh-huh. <laughs> And the nice thing is there's a lot of fat people, so I could just interchange the fat jokes. So I knew I'd be going up against at least two or three fat people. And so if I just had a bunch of fat jokes, I'd be prepared. Uh-huh. And then same thing for Jews and uh, other ethnicities. <laughs> and, uh, and Donnie, you're uh, at a what is it, comedy festival or comedy competition in Portland where... Uh, where I think you came in second. Do you do do you, do you feel like that got you got your, you know, your win got stolen from you? I mean, man, I've been in several contests. Uh-huh. I'm, I, I know you've really, won a bunch, but, but I mean, that I, one particular in Portland, I, I heard about, you know. Yeah, I mean, no, that was a uh, yeah, that was a those were uh, dope uh, comedy festival um, out there. I did it what three times. Uh-huh. I think I got second three times. I think, and it was comics from all over the place, and um, I mean, it was a good show. It's not like a. No, the one I'm talking about is I think the one that Tabloid won, is it? Yeah. What about it? Yeah, I. I uh, do you feel like that one was taken away I from mean, you? No, no, Tab did her thing, no. Yeah. I mean, but I do my thing. Mm-hmm. That's Tab all the time. Up right now, so you better yeah. not be talking shit about. It. Right, <laughs> but Phil trying to get me in trouble right now. Why you, why, I don't know why you bringing me and y'all personal thing right now. Like, y'all got some issues that y'all need to tickle out. I'm just, I'm just saying though, you got me, you got me in some extra. But no, I Tab did her thing though. I mean, but I, I, you know, I do my thing. I've been in my share of contests. I've, I've gotten. I've gotten cheated out of a lot of contests. I don't think I got cheated in that contest. Oh, okay. But I've been cheated. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I've been cheated in a lot of contests. But I've won. I've won my fair share. So, I mean, I think I don't really like doing contests because I think they're a little bit too much for the, you know, it's a divisive. Yeah. Yeah, for it's kind of divisive. It is yeah. divisive, yeah. And, um, too competitive. Yeah, it turned into something else, man. And, yeah. and, you know, it is what it is, though. Mm. But. Do you I guys mean, like co- competitions, festivals, or do you guys like doing them? I don't mind Would you festivals. do them again? I don't mind festivals. Like, you know, just a, a showcase. Uh-huh. But when you throw that element of first, second, and, you know, that in there, it's kind of. Because it's, again, it's a night. You know what I'm saying? Like, it might not be clicking for you that night. Clearly, yeah. you might be, you might, out of those 10, you might be the best. Yeah. But if it's not your night, it's not your night. Right, right. Or if it's somebody else's night, that's just what it is, though. No matter, you know, yeah. you just ain't. You did the Downtown Comedy Festival, and Tignataro was there. Did you get to meet? I think Tignataro was there when, when you did the Downtown Comedy Festival. I mean, that, Which one was, was that? Was it Downtown or uh, Life is Beautiful? Oh, yeah, Life is yeah, Beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was uh-huh. cool. Did you get to meet any of the... Other comics or man, I'm an introvert, bro. I get out, of, I get out of there. You get in and yeah, out. I yeah, yeah. There, man. I mean, yeah, I do. I cool. say my whatevers, but I'm trying to be back at home. At home. Yeah. Would you do it again, Joe, or any of these competitions or festivals? Uh, I'd say I want to say no, but I probably will because right, exactly. yeah, because yeah. he knows he can win. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I'm doing a podcast at a Mexican restaurant drive-through right now, so <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not saying no to anything. Right. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, so, okay, switching gears, 
Joe, how'd you meet your wife? How'd I meet my wife? Yeah, I asked I ask this because a lot of comedians are, are single. A lot of comedians don't want to settle down. A lot of comedians don't want to have kids. You know, so it's like when you're married and, you know. Now, uh, we met we met online with how okay. people meet nowadays. Uh-huh. Yeah. Which which site? Uh, Craigslist. I was I was looking for a couch, <laughs> and um, and I found a wife. <laughs> Did she have a couch? She, no. Send pictures of the couch. Yeah, no, we met online, and that's okay. Yeah. Was she from here too, or? Uh, yeah, she she was living here from uh, Utah. Oh, okay. Yeah, real, cool. real fascinating. How do you? No, no. How how do you decide? You know, you're into your comedy. How do you decide to? Like take a little break and then like get married and settle down for a little while and then and then do a comedy again. Like how do you, how do you take that? Uh, well, my stop, career you know? was on fire, <laughs> and so when I made the decision to get married, I was like, man, I'm really giving up like the one night a week that they let me host sometimes. <laughs> and, like, well, that's a real loss. But then I weighed that against like you know a lifetime of happiness, and I was like, maybe I should go with that instead. And um, so it wasn't really a difficult choice. How long have you been married? Uh, a little over a year. Nice. A year in April. How oh, cool! Congrats. Yeah, thanks. Does she laugh at your comedy? Never. Or? I don't. Uh, I think she makes a point to not laugh, and she sits right in the middle uh, where the light is shining in the mm. audience, so I don't see anyone except her yeah. not laughing <laughs> while I do. And then I get off stage and she'll laugh at whoever else goes up. She's dying laughing. I'm like, really? Mm. <laughs> I feel your pain. How about at the drive home? Like, I had this experience. Don't do that joke again. Uh-huh. It's like, but it was a funny. No, it wasn't that funny. Don't do it again. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Right? Uh, we had a little bit of that in the beginning, but I think she she understood that it wasn't, right. yeah, that she just needed to let me do jokes and that I knew what was funny and what wasn't. So. But yeah, in the beginning, she, she, there were some jokes she didn't like. But it, do you do wife yeah. jokes? Uh, I do some jokes about my wife. Yeah, yeah I, I find that that was it's a lot of fun, but you got to suffer the consequences on the ride home. <laughs> I don't do it. I don't do anything malicious no, 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 about no. her. <laughs> I, I want my marriage to work. Right. Sure. Well, I had been married for forty-four years, so there's probably nothing that she could do to me that hadn't already been done. So I felt invincible. You still so, married? No, she passed away. Oh, yeah. Jesus! Way to bring this show. <laughs> <laughs> I, but I, and I had nothing to do with it. <laughs> but, but anyway, so yeah. But on the ride home, it would be, please don't do that again. What? But really, it's a good joke. No, it's not. It's not good. Well, and you kept doing those jokes. Now look, she I know, right? She died. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Oops. Some some. Uh, so some comics get pissed when their you know partner or their girlfriend or their wife or whatever, you know, say hey that's you know that wasn't a funny joke or don't do that joke. They're like, are you serious? I'm a comedian. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, I I would feel that same way, <laughs> and then I would voice my opinion, and then I would just do the jokes anyway. <laughs> but sometimes she was right. There were a lot of jokes in my act uh, that I just needed to outgrow anyway. And had she not brought it up to me, I probably would still yeah. be doing them and. I got better stuff now. So. By contrast, I don't know if she's just patronizing me or not, but my girlfriend laughs at everything I do. And I don't know yeah, if it's... She saw you killed the last one. And she... <laughs> yeah, was... Duh. What, what happened to my predecessor? Carol Baskin. <laughs> guys, just a hint. Just a hint of Joe's comedy. Just yeah. a hint. Yeah, what happened to her? <laughs> 
Joe, how'd you get into comedy? Um, I took a workshop when I was younger and uh-huh. did that. Yeah, in Texas? Uh, in Colorado. And you're like, I could do this. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. All you had to do is show up and pay $5 every week, and then you could do it. So. <laughs> yeah. And it turns out comedy's not that hard to get into. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. How, about you, how about you, Donnie? How'd you get into it? Just one day, I, I said I can do that. Like, I had been saying I could do it forever, but I played I played sports in high school and college, and I was pretty nice. So comedy wasn't really my thing, but I would make people laugh. Not even trying to make people laugh. Uh-huh. And uh, Wait, what sport teammates, did you play in college? I played basketball and track. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. Nice. And uh, one of my teammates, like I used to always have, even my roommate, I used to always have him laughing, just clowning around. He was like, man, you should do comedy. And I'm like, man, I, I play hoop. Like, you know, you're being disrespectful to my game. What are you talking about? He was like, no, nah, man, you should try comedy. And I'm like, man, I ain't thinking about that. But I always like comedy. I would watch comics and finish their jokes and say they should have made this face or whatever. But one day, I was sitting there watching TV, watching comics, and um, I said, I'm funnier than him. Like that guy right there, I'm funnier than him. And immediately, I've said it a thousand times, but immediately I felt it. I was on my way to the gym to go play hoop. This is when I'm done playing hoop, I'm grown. And um, when I said that, that day I I got on the bus that I was going to take to go play ball. I got on the bus, took it down to the library, just started reading books, man, reading like, like how to write comedy, how to do it. I knew it wasn't just no get up there talk shit and whatever I knew and I started reading all kind of books man I was reading books like things that like that make people laugh like what is it what what is it what what does laughter touch what is something touch to make you draw this emotion out just different type of stuff and I wrote for a couple years man before I got on the stage and um man I got on the stage and again when I got on there for the first Three months, man. I was killing stages. I never had a bad set. I never always, I've been writing for two years, so I kept new every week. I was just doing new stuff. And, and, um, yeah. I, I've said, this is okay. This is what, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I've put both Donnie and Joe up in shows where, like, I don't even tell them how long they're going to be on there. And, like, I tell them like last minute, oh yeah, you're going up 45 minutes, oh, you're going up an hour. And for those of you who don't know, you know, it's not, you know, that's not the easiest thing to continuously make someone, people laugh for you know, 45 minutes and an hour at a time. And um, so, Joe, when I put you in that situation, <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, you're just doing 45 minutes today. Yeah. And then like, like, what are you thinking? Are you thinking, you know, I got two hours of material, I'm fine. or? And no, I, I'm thinking, how am I going to entertain these two people for 45 <laughs> minutes? Uh, it's not a joke. I, I did a show one time for you for two people, and I did f- 40 minutes or whatever. And I was like, this is, they don't want this. I don't want this. Why are we making this? But they, so it's, it's not, yeah, the time doesn't matter as much as the number of people that I have to, I have to do the jokes for. Were they engaged? 
I don't know. It was a couple. It was like a dude and his and his gal, <laughs> and they were. Right. You remember? Yeah. yeah. He probably was thinking that the guy was like, "Man, this I came here for this." Yeah. Man. They, I think man, they were hoping the show would get canceled or something. They're like, we don't want to pretend to laugh at somebody for forty-five minutes. <laughs> Dudes would do anything in the beginning, though. <laughs> Dudes would do anything, though. There was a time. There was a time where. At the M Resort, when we had our show there, they required us to do comedy for two hours there. And so, usually in Vegas, they have short attention spans. They want to be there 65, 75 minutes. That's it, right? And so, they'd like it. They'd like the show for an hour, but then you would have to get a really good comedian to keep them in their seats for that second hour at the M Resort. And so, there was a couple of weeks where like two weeks in a row where I didn't get a strong enough headliner and people were like oh man what's going on with this comedy show here at the M right so I brought in so I brought in Donnie the third week and then just like praying to God I'm like <laughs> let's see if Donnie can do it and uh Donnie you came I in I slaughtered it yeah you came yeah, in I slaughtered it for like it was two it was like two two and a half hours like what I mean what were yeah, what was happening show. that night? Man. That night at, at the M Resort when you did like two two and a half hours. Oh, uh, like, like what? As far I, I mean, it was a good show. Like you know, it was that feeling. Like probably I'm pretty sure Michael Jordan get when he just can't miss. Everything I was saying was just hitting. So it don't even feel when it's like that. It don't even feel like that long. I don't think I was up there for two hours. No, no, you're up there. I was up there for yeah. I was up there for 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 a while. And uh, you know when it's hitting like that, if it's going, if it's not going cool, that's like three days up there though. Yeah. So it's a whole different. Joe, did you did you decide that you know you wanted to be controversial one day, or did, were your jokes no. always like this, or like what like what happened? Um, the people around me are weak, and uh, <laughs> so my jokes are are tame, but people can't handle them, and so I'm labeled as whatever. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I didn't know I was controversial until I showed up today. I was <laughs> Part of the cancel culture. And <laughs> oh, I, I was labeling you. Sorry, Joe. No, <laughs> I've been labeling Joe the whole night. Yeah, no, people, yeah, people, I get that all the time, too. And club owners was, you know, trying to tell me to, to, like, water it down or something. I'm like, if people laugh, it doesn't matter, you know. It's Wait, club owners, club, yeah. o- club owners have actually told you. Yeah. To, uh, to water it down. But in all fairness, they did have like a, a fundraiser of like a group of Jews or something. Like, could you not do your Jew jokes? <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. So, yeah, so there's a particular. I'm like, these people would love these jokes. <laughs> yeah, let me try them. They'll, they'll like them, I promise. <laughs> yeah, right? Mm. That's good. Yeah. So, um, you know, I think we're at the end of the podcast. And Wait, I get to do my thing. Oh, okay, go ahead. Well, you know. It's my role <laughs> to to bring it into our comedy podcast. So Isaac, let me turn it over to you to thank our guests. Yeah, Donnie, Joe, thanks for coming out. Right and, on. Um, thanks for having us. I'm dealing with my uh, messed up questions, <laughs> and uh, I appreciate always working with you guys. And uh, folks, episode twenty one of Tickle yeah. Me Comedy Club podcast. It's been a great evening. Um, lots of laughs. I enjoy working with both of these guys. Donnie Johnson is a great host. If you ever get to a show where Donnie's the host, you'll you'll have a great time. And Joe, when you hear his comedy, you'll go, that's 
incredible <laughs> in a word. So with that, thank you guys. Thanks, man. Yeah. All right. Hey, good night, everybody. Thanks.